Dear Lord, Heavenly Father, let's impact somebody's life today. My leader, if you have any goals in your life, you are not free. Thank you for tuning in to the We Are Leaders podcast, broadcasting live all the way from New York City, based in Harlem at the moment. It's a pleasure to have you. My leaders, today, the spirit has convicted me to talk about commitment and then going on and Thinking about commitment and led into the topic of freedom. And my leader today, if you're watching this today, I want to help give you a different perspective on what commitment actually is and why it may be beneficial this season in your life. We're going to dive deep. Today, I recognize how commitment has affected my life in every single area and i'm gonna dive into some specifics for examples and i really want you while you're listening to this my leader to take some notes and really dive into my story as your own i want to help us commit so many of my fellow brothers have been struggling with this one including myself and today we self-reflect we're gonna dive deep my leader How you doing this beautiful, beautiful Sunday afternoon or whatever day of the week you find yourself tuning into this podcast today? This is very important. My leaders, if you have any goals, you're truly not free. And this doesn't come from a perspective of anything negative. I just want to give you a perspective on why. This ideology of commitment is so difficult to make. Certain things we want to be committed to, but we just don't do it due to the fact that we feel this sense of obligation. Why can I not commit to something? Because of your very nature, my leader, you want to be free. You want to be free. And after today's podcast, I'm going to reveal to you how to be free it's a bold statement but i want you to listen in very closely i'm gonna reveal to you how to be free in the sense of freedom being more of a feeling of non-restriction how do you feel like you're not restricted how how does one feel that they're not restricted and so, my leader, I was struggling because I had to ask the question today, this morning. You know, what is commitment? Period. And I'm a Google guru. You know what I mean? I love to dive into Google and just look at various definitions and synonyms for certain things. And commitment defined is, I'm going to give you two definitions. One, the state of quality of being dedicated to a cause activity 
the state of quality of being dedicated to a cause. What I like about that one we're going to talk about more is dedication. Dedicated to a cause. This is commitment. The second one is an engagement or obligation that restricts freedom of action. That one right there is what I'm really going to dive in because that that tugged me. An engagement or obligation that restricts freedom of action. And the reason that tugged me, my leaders, is because why in the world would anybody in their right mind want to restrict themselves? When I think about restriction, I think about shackle. And I hate the word shackle. I hate the feeling of being shackled. I hate that because if you're a leader watching this, listening to this right now, you're most likely an individual with an exorbitant amount of goals, energy, responsibilities. You you think big. You're a visionary by your very nature, right? Or somebody who's just committed to self-improvement. The very thought of self-improvement would almost contradict the very nature of the word restrict. Why would I engage in an obligation that restricts my freedom of action? These are valid questions. And so let's go into the synonyms. We're going to touch all of this, but the synonyms for commitment were faithfulness, dedication, loyalty, bond, responsibility, obligation, liability, Burden, pressure, engagement. Look at that word burden. Oh my goodness. This is why this podcast today is going to be exciting. This is going to be exciting. That word commitment still gives me chills. And I hope it does give you chills a little bit. Because if it does, you're in the right place. Today God has called you to be here. Nowhere else. So I'm going to read from my notes that I put down. I have a few pages here. So what I talked about now, this second definition is the reason why I find myself often running away from commitment. Yeah, I'm going to talk about personal truths. I'm going to open up and be vulnerable, as vulnerable as I can be. Okay, I find myself often running away from commitment. Why would I want to restrict my freedom of action? Why? The very thing I value the most is my freedom. The ability to do as I choose on a daily basis. The real question is, what is the benefit to commitment? So I started asking myself, leaders, what does commitment actually bring to the table other than its restrictions? Are these restrictions necessary at times and why? What is so scary about commitment and why is it so important? So what I attempted to do in this first paragraph was kind of go towards a positive um, route. You know, everything has its duality of negative and positive. But for the sake of life coaching, for the sake of our positive perspectives as leaders, I want to see if we can find the good in commitment. So the first reference I make is commitment to God. The very first thing the spirit prompted me to write down. Trusting God 
Loyalty to God is a commitment. Why do you stay loyal to God? I answered, I trust God. Well, why do you trust God? Well, because God is always there for me. God shows his loyalty back to me. He always provides. He is committed to my well-being. Why do you think it would be necessary for God to restrict his freedom of action through the obligation of commitment in order to help you? Priority. It makes me think that I am an absolute priority to God, like God's commitment to me makes me feel connected to him even closer. All the things God is doing in a single day and I'm still a priority because of the gift of commitment. And God knows no excuses. God knows no excuses. God makes me a priority because of his commitment. And without loyalty, there is no true feeling of honest decision. So for me, when I when I read that and I really reflect on that, it hits me because of the very idea of God and being sovereign, omnipotent. And this omnipotent God still at the very fact that he focuses on us as leaders, you and I, that is a form of commitment. If we're looking at the definition, that is dedication to the needs of his people. He is dedicated to you. God is committed to serving you. His own obligation, that burden for us, it would be a burden. For God, it's not a burden, but it's a commitment that's necessary. And this led me to write down, um, without loyalty, there is no true feeling of an honest decision. Part of the beauty in commitment is the pain of sacrifice. There is a sacrifice happening in the moment of commitment that sheds its blood like an oath. Decision is the same way. When you make a decision, you've deliberately chosen to at that very moment neglect a plethora of other options. No decision gives you the ability to still look at from afar your options, but never allowing one thing to truly stick. Let me say that again. No decision gives you the ability to still look at from afar your options. But never allowing one thing to truly stick. My spirit equates this to the multitude of options we have all in our lives. There are so many options. The individual who has decided to make a commitment to do good has basically said to himself that I am giving up my pleasurable desire to do bad in order to stick to, to glue. To stick like glue to the wall of my higher destiny. My leaders, 
choosing to live righteous, choosing to, you, you just made a decision. So at the very point of making that decision, my leader, we've literally decided and made a decision not to do the opposite. That, once again, is a sense of restriction. And we're going to get into restriction real soon. The person who is to lose weight at a high degree with incredible results makes a commitment again. Second definition of commitment, obligation that restricts freedom of action. Why would someone looking to lose weight want to restrict their freedom of action? Because with the restriction comes more of a defined plan and strategy for the higher goal. Restriction, therefore, is not an entirely bad word, but rather restrictions are the very thing or substance of focus. My God, y'all hear me out. <laughs> hear me out. Restrictions are the very thing or substance of focus. To focus on something is to restrict your attention away from all other distractions that don't pertain to your desired goal for the moment. To focus means to restrict. To commit means to dedicate a specific focus that lines up with the higher goal, protected by the rules of restriction. Hear this statement again, my leader. Hear it again. Listen closely. I want you to really get this. To commit means to dedicate a specific focus that lines up with the higher goal, the goal that you chose. Remember, my leader? Protected. How is your goal protected? How is your goal protected? It's protected by the rules of restriction. Restriction, if you've ever been anywhere where you're seeing people getting locked up or if you ever got in trouble in a university or um, for cheating on an exam, whatever it is, these things that basically smack your hand and send you to the principal's office or detention or to the prison, there's a certain... There's a restriction that was broken. The restriction is a law. There's, there's certain rules that just can't be broken. And so when you break the restrictions of focus, right, to focus legitimately is to commit your thoughts and your idea in this very moment. If you're right now, right now, you're most likely, if you're not multitasking, you're very tuned into this audio. You're restricting your, your, your audio right now. You're hearing capabilities to me speaking into your spirit right now you're restricting it meaning that 10 people can't be talking to you at one time right now to for you to very really really di digest you would be operating out of a certain restriction that would truly allow you to focus so once again to commit means to dedicate a specific focus that lines up with the higher goal whatever goal that is for you my leader listening to this right now which is protected by the rules of restriction. Then we got to ask the question, my leaders, you lovers of dictionary terms, what is restriction? So we go into restriction and we ask the question. A restriction is a limiting condition or measure, especially a legal one. Okay, that's the first definition. A limiting condition or measure. 
Take notes if you're taking notes, my leaders. Second portion of the definition that I wrote down is the limitation or control of someone or something or the state of being limited. Let's read that again. The limitation or control of someone or something or the state of being limited. So restriction, the synonyms for restriction, we have control, we have regulation, we have provision, we have qualification. The very moment we set a goal, we've in a sense restricted ourselves. Listen closely. Each goal has a certain limit or requirement for its attainment. No matter how big or small, each goal has a certain limit or requirement for its attainment. My God. To focus is to restrict our attention. Definition of focus is the center of interest or activity to pay a particular attention, to concentrate. You may be with a friend or with a spouse and she's like, you don't focus on me. You're distracted. You know, you all are engaging in beautiful communication and dialogue. You're supposed to be holding your spouse's hand. But instead of communicating, holding each other's hands and connecting with each other's eyes, one person is speaking while the other person is on the smartphone scrolling through Instagram. <laughs> scrolling through the Instagram, man. Lack of focus, my leader. Lack of focus. Get back to focusing. Though commitment brings forth endurance. As I was looking at a sermon that a um, uh, preacher was giving a, a message on, one of the big things that I wrote down after this article was he mentioned that commitment brings forth endurance, new levels of endurance. It pushes people to go the extra mile in what they do. Basically, not being committed always opens a room for personal commitment excuses. Literally, literally, I was just thinking about this the other day, how when we don't commit and we kind of want to do something and we're not full in, that level of doubt allows the enemy to creep in and give us so many different excuses of why we shouldn't do something today. This is why I won't work out today, you know, because you weren't committed. You didn't decide that no matter what happens today, I'm, I'm working out. No matter what happens today, I'm eating. And I find myself when I just made a commitment to say no matter what happens, I'm at minimum doing a seven day fast regardless you know, if I just said I'm kind of doing, you know, I'm kind of fat. I don't know how many days. The moment I get hungry, my leaders, this in this fast, I'm going to eat. The temptation is there. The window is open. But the very fact that I said, my leaders, I'm staying committed. This has been pushing me the extra mile, knowing that I can do it, being on what I believe is to be day four. Hopefully I didn't stretch the days in hopes to end it early. <laughs> Hopefully I didn't stretch the day, my lady. But nonetheless, not being committed always opens up a room for personal commitment. Excuses, rather. I am committed to fate. And I want to tell you a personal story right now. In New York, I've recognized the array of opportunities to do all things and be all things. But it's at this very moment that I'm realizing that God has given me my mission statement before coming to New York for a reason. You know, similar to a beautiful woman, and I make no apologies for this statement, 
But there will always be another, or rather, a plethora of beautiful women. And this is specifically for my gentlemen. And even ladies, there will always be somebody beautiful out there. You you all that are looking for your spouse. I have a lot of leaders looking for that, that loved one. Um, and in fact, the world is littered with an array and diverse assortment of beautiful people, men and women. This, too, is the reality of the mission statement gifted to you. At this very moment, as you write this text, there are about over a billion different mission statements just as impactful, if not even more impactful than your own. Check this out. God did not convict you towards them. In fact, some of these have never been brought into your awareness for a reason. God chooses and gives specific assignments. This assignment is specific to you. It's simply for you. You didn't pick it, but it picked you. If you do recall, right? If I do recall, it's me talking to myself again. I mm, I don't remember you knowing your calling before January 2015. I'm going to connect all of this back to freedom and, and commitment. Back in 2015, 2014 when I went through depression uh, which almost led to a suicide day I never had a purpose for living um, I never did and I didn't know my mission statement or calling until January 2015 I simply wanted to do something big and impactful and up until that point I was engaged with so many different things I was running around with my head cut off engaging in activities that was never meant for me and if God had not restricted me in certain areas in my life, I would have never been still enough to focus on my purpose. I would have never found it. It would have never found me. I was moving too quick, running away from it. So what you find along your purpose are genuinely the most authentic things. And if at this current state you aren't ready for them, you'll grow into them. And this is just predicated on the fact that many of you leaders right now, including myself, there are things that God is blessing us with right now that we are just not ready to receive. It's like, God, that's too much. Or, God, I don't even know if I like that. I don't even know if I'm attracted to that. And it's because you're not at that state of achievement. You know, where you are when you achieve that goal is going to be a different you. It's going to be an entirely different you that has committed to certain things Um after this very podcast with this understanding and I'm, I'm gonna tie it all in and so another example uh, when my mother changed the belief font into faith I wasn't ready in fact I didn't even truly like the font or the word to begin with and, and this is a true story back in Sugarland in in Texas Halston Drive, we, me and my mother, I remember telling my mother about the idea of t-shirts. And when I told her about the idea of t-shirts, at first she, no, she didn't understand it, but she was down. And she was down because she had a lot of positive sayings that she wanted to put on t-shirts. Very positive. You know, she had some things like never give up. You know, my mother's a very motivated woman. She's very positive. She's highly ambitious. Always talks about business and success outside of talking about basketball, the NBA or college basketball. You know, she watched so much sports now. She's even understanding um, football. But basketball is her number one. You want to you wanna love my mother? Talk about basketball. <laughs> talk about God and talk about basketball. 
in Jesus name. And what's so funny is, you know, back when I we started the shirts and I remember my mother, she brought the, she bought the heat press. It was like a thousand dollars worth of shirts. We were just ready. We had the vinyl. We were cooking in the second living room. We had two living rooms in our old house. And in that second living room, that's where, I mean, I would be up very late, late at night, sometimes till two to three, heat pressing, um, cutting vinyl, and, you know, just making sure the brand looked good. And one of the first words that I printed out in block letters was the word believe. And believe, it just touched me. It wasn't even going to be faith. It was just going to be believe. And this way, this way hit me. You know, my mother said faith. You know, I, it was a second shirt option. You know what I mean? It wasn't the initial shirt. It wasn't the initial, like, brand focus. But it was, you know, it was there. You know, yeah. But then there was a guy who was rooming with us. And we used to, so we had an upstairs area. And we had a room that we would rent out to people who needed a place to stay. We would rent this room out. And there was a guy who came downstairs who was renting the room, and he saw me creating shirts, and he said, man, those are nice, man. You know, those are very nice. He's like, oh, goodness, those are extraordinary, man. Um, Believe. Wow, okay, okay, believe. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, believe. And he said there's something very specific. He said, believe in what? You know, believe in anything. You know, I believe in. I mean, it's a good message. Believe. You know, I believe in many things, man. Um, um, what do you, what do you believe in? And so, check this out. When I heard that, my leaders, what it did for me was it started a dialogue of, dang, man, this is not, it's not focused, but you know, it has that thing, that potential to, you know, to be global in a sense where everybody has something to believe in, but you know. Further on, as the years went by, the months went by, God started to talk to me about why I should choose the faith shirt instead. Um, literally, as I got into the word more, just like, you know, we believe in a lot of things, to be honest. And even though belief can be positive, many people believe in things that are just not conductive to the well-being of humanity. <laughs> you know what I mean? And faith is just one of those principles where is very connected to God, the essence, the core of it, you know, the core. And more and more as the years go by, I learn more about what faith really is and that full relying on God to help you overcome any obstacle and outcome. You know, not with your own strength, but this divine strength, and that's so powerful. And I realized back then I wasn't focused. I wasn't specific enough. I wasn't ready. So fate had to grow on me. Then once I committed to fate, it started to take a form. And it started to take a shape of its own. That restriction. Here we go. And here's the point I want to make. The restriction. The commitment to fate has forced me to focus on and get my attention out of all other alluring things of this world that are not there and extremely in excitement. There are, there are a lot of things out there. There are a lot of things that are extremely exciting. But God was like, Jaja, focus on one thing, which is faith. Focus on one thing, which is faith. And what is focus? It's, I want you to commit to faith. I want you to restrict yourself to faith. 
I want you to obligate yourself to fate. I want you to decide every day to choose fate. I want you to direct your focus to fate. I want you to create this bond with fate. I want you to commit to this responsibility to fate. I want you to handle the burden of fate. And it's so specific because my mission statement is to motivate and inspire the faith and confidence dwelling in every spirit I meet. The energy and passion that God has gifted us with. And my leaders, yeah, we are leaders is that that podcast form of just transferring knowledge and energy to you so you can continue to truly focus on what it is that you're looking to focus on. And the very fact that in the beginning I opened up, if you have a goal, you're not free. You're really not free. It's because that very goal requires that if you're going to obtain it in any type of realistic time while you're here on this earth, or even if you're just going to really make it something that's really impactful and important in your life, this requires a commitment. And the very fact that it requires a commitment means from the very definition that this commitment brings about a certain level of restriction of other things that you're just not doing. And so commitment is not a negative thing, but it's a choice. Rather, it's a decision. You know, it's a true decision that you make to really choose to say, you know what? This is what I'm doing. And now if you're not stubborn, see me, I grew up very stubborn, still stubborn to this day, but not in an angry sense, but I'm stubborn towards my business. I'm stubborn towards faith. I'm stubborn towards the things that I truly enjoy. And what I recognize is if you're stubborn, this concept of commitment, you tend to bring that commitment, the uh, your personality trait of stubbornness, right? You tend to bring it in all things. So if you're not stubborn to a certain extent, you know, this may be a challenge, but I want I want you to understand God is calling you this season. My leaders, if you've been directed to listen to this podcast today to commit, decide that commitment is not a thing that is going to shackle you. But commitment is more of a thing out of the love of you knowing that this is what you're supposed to do, what you're called towards commitment in the sake of. It being directed to your your purpose and your goal. Commitment is not a shackling thing. So let's go back to the beginning. Let me answer this question. Right. So we said, how can one feel that, you know, they're free? How do you feel you're free? How do you feel freedom? Even when you may even be doing something you don't want to do. I think that's very important because a lot of times we're doing things to make money. We're doing things to. How do you feel that freedom? And so check this out. So when you are committed to something that is going towards your goals, you feel free. Right? Because what is freedom? By definition, let me read you two. Freedom is the power or right to act, speak, or think as one wants without hindrance or restraint. Look at that. I'm talking about restriction, but freedom doesn't have restraint in the definition. Right? But look, look at the second definition. The state of not being in prison or enslaved. So, okay, well, Jaja, that contradicts freedom. So hear me out. When you are committed to doing something that is going towards your goal, you feel free. So if you are doing a job you don't want to do or 
legitimate, but the, the purpose that you're doing it for, so it's the shift in thinking, is for the higher sense of the goal you're looking to obtain, you're naturally going to feel free. You're naturally. It's like one of my guys gave me an example the other day of how a lot of immigrants come overseas, and he's an immigrant himself, and they take all these jobs, whether they're working at McDonald's, whether they're a custodian worker, and they just feel free because compared to where they grew up in their their homeland, when they come here, they're making three times as much. And some of them, they send money back over. And so they don't look at the job as something that is that is shackling that they've committed to. But they look at it in a sense of this is providing more value for me and my lifestyle and the people I'm called to help than any other thing I've ever been a part of. And so in sense even though they're shackled and you would outside looking in, you say, man, that commitment just shackled them. You know what I mean? It's like, no, they're not looking at it. From inside looking out, they're like, no, I'm free. Because once again, they're not restrained. It doesn't, they're not imprisoned or enslaved in their mind. And so freedom being a state of mind, they're not, they're not enslaved. You can't, you can't claim that they're enslaved. You can point out valid reasons to why. But in their mind, if they're not enslaved or shackled, then they are free. My God, that's where we want to be. This is how you find freedom. We are always choosing something, meaning we're committed to something. There's something we're obligated to. But man, if we choose to look at the thing that we're committed to and work towards it in any obstacles that come our way we understand that this is part of it this commitment is necessary we are going as leaders to continue to feel free in fact i'm gonna go as far as to say this a lot of people don't like the concept of marriage or titles but if the individual or the woman or man were to say that the goal in their life is to be married but they are scared of commitment you will not obtain the goal of marriage you just will continue to fight this this sense of, you know, the, the very sense of you finding this spouse and you committed. You're not shackled. You just, you're going now, you're dating or you're, you're in this relationship now for the attainment of this goal. Granted that this relationship is compatible with who you, um, where you're destined to go, your higher self. Because you're working on your higher self, she's working on her higher self. And y'all commit to a relationship. You two now are, yes, you are obligated, right? You're in that scary thing called commitment, but you don't feel shackled. And you don't feel shackled because it's a it's this goal that both of you are looking to obtain. And part of that is the commitment, which is the really the focus towards each other. Like that focus that God pays so meticulous attention on our behalf. It's the same focus. And my leader, I just want to pinpoint that commitment is not a bad thing. Commitment is necessary because in order for us to get to our goals, certain things need to be restricted. We need to have these restrictions or else we'll be all over the place. You know, we'll be like the guy who can't commit to anything in his life because there's no true, there's no true center focus. And God wants us in this season to focus if we're to get to what he's called us to go towards. Focus is very real it's very important my leaders it's very important so choose today my leader choose today to focus 
Choose today to accept commitment. Choose today to understand that restriction, although poisoned, is not really negative in the context of, of true focus. You need restriction. You can't be doing every single thing. You got to focus. You have to say no to certain things and stay obligated to the higher calling in your life as a leader. The certain thing that God is placing in your life for you to focus on. This focus is going to bring that fulfillment that you're seeking, that joy. Decide and make a choice and don't leave the enemy of lack of decision to legitimately eradicate your ability to get to where you're trying to go, where God has called you to go. My leaders, you are phenomenal. Remember that. Commit. Decide today to commit. And I'm a firm believer that your life will be changed. <laughs> my leaders, I'm going to see you again tomorrow. If you enjoyed this podcast, my leaders, remember, I don't even ask you to like these podcasts. I really ask for you to share. This is our global leadership community. And I just ask for you to share. That's one person, you right now, who's tuning into this. You have such a you have such the ability to transform this platform of ours with just a share. Like takes two seconds to share. You share this and don't even look at it. Don't even worry about where you shared. Just go ahead and share this platform. We are now, not only are we on Spotify, I just got the other email the other day that we are officially on Apple iTunes. We are on iTunes now. This is incredible. Did not expect my year for us leaders to start off like this. Didn't know what I had to do, but I kept praying and God just showed me the way to do it. And this is incredible. So we are on about different seven different podcast platforms. We're Spotify, Anchor, and we just made iTunes, my leaders. That is phenomenal. So make sure you subscribe on those platforms and share. Just do me a favor and share. Once again, also on the MikeJaja.com website, we have over 63 products. More designs coming for you all, leaders. Fate shirts. I have this, oh, one of my favorite, these camouflage shoes with orange accents. My God. <laughs> my God. My God. So make sure you go ahead and purchase. Go ahead and purchase. Really. Share your faith. Spread your faith. And I just, I want you leaders to continue to be phenomenal. We are here to not only grow ourselves, but grow other leaders. So make sure you share. And once again, remember, remember, commitment in your life this season is needed in order for you to just really be able to focus. So don't say you want to focus this season, but you, but don't want to commit. You know what I mean? They're just going to contradict yourself and run in circles that you don't need to be running in circles. So the spirit convicted me to talk about commitment. I needed this message as much as you. I promise you. These messages are to myself shared to you who was directed to this message. I love you, my leaders. 
Once again, we are leaders broadcasting all the way from New York. I'm going to see you tomorrow. We out. Mm-hmm.